Chapter Seven of Fairy Tales from Gold Lands. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elise Black, Atlanta, Georgia. Fairy Tales from Gold Lands by May Wentworth. Jungfrau Maline. In a small village upon the shore of the German Ocean, lived a man whose wife had golden tresses so long and heavy that when they were unbound they covered her like a cloak of sunbeams and reached to her feet her complexion was so fair and her eyes so beautiful that her equal was not to be found in all the fatherland at last she fell sick and died leaving her husband all alone in the world except one wee baby who lay sleeping in the cradle at first the father was heartbroken and noticed nothing but after a time all his love turned to the helpless infant who every day grew more lovely and at last became as fair as her mother with the same wealth of golden hair and soft violet eyes and all the fatherland from far and near was filled with the story of her great beauty when she was only a little maid she would go down to the seashore and dance upon the sand until her light straw hat would drop from her head and her waving tresses fall about her like a shower of pure gold and her violet eyes beam with the brightness of stars while the flush upon her cheeks rivalled the soft fresh bloom of the peach the maiden was called the fair jungfrau maline as she grew older and every day added to her charms till half the young men in the country were ready to lay down their life for her but though her ways were winning and she had a pleasant smile for all no one could be familiar with her in her guileless innocence and beauty she seemed a great way out of their reach yet she danced with them talked and laughed with them till her clear sweet voice rang out upon the air like the soft notes of a silver bell but when she turned away they felt that she had gone from them for ever among her lovers was a bashful student named hansel who worshipped the young Frau Maline with all the devotion of his great noble heart, but ever at a distance. He seldom spoke to her. Even the rustle of her dress as she passed along would set his heart to beating wildly, and the sound of her voice or one glance of her violet eye would send the hot blood rushing through his veins, dyeing his face and neck a deep crimson. Poor Hansel! He would say to his heart, Down, fool, the star of heaven is not for you look for some lovely flower of earth but in all the fatherland he knew there was not another maiden who could satisfy the hunger of his heart at all the village festivals he looked on in the distance and saw others worship at the shrine he dared not approach i have nothing worth offering her he would say and so he was silent he was handsome and manly and maline always looked for him in the crowd and when she saw him standing far apart with his large dark eyes fixed upon her she was more content than in his absence if she had questioned her heart for the reason of this she would have blushed with confusion for young frau maline was not one who would willingly yield her heart unsought maline always loved the bright sparkling sea and often she would go out alone in her little boat and sail for hours over the blue waters gathering the pretty seaweed and indulging in the daydreams that german maidens love one morning as hansel was going to the college he saw the young frau step into her boat and push away from the shore 
He took off his hat and bowed. She looked at him with that rare, sweet smile that always made him happy for days. He stopped and looked back after her as the boat glided from the shore, and it seemed as though the sunshine of heaven and its bright reflection upon the waters were united and was poured out in one rich flood of glory over her golden hair. Hansel passed on out of the light into the quiet seclusion of the college, and bending over his book did not notice the rising of a thick black cloud that from a tiny speck soon swept over the whole sky, then burst into wind and rain. He was living over the heroic ages of the olden time, when the darkness fell across his book, and looking out the window he saw the fierce storm gathering, and heard the wailing winds cry out, Maline, Maline. "'Twas but the work of a moment to rush out into the storm and down to the lashed seashore, and there he saw a crowd of anxious faces, all turned hopelessly out upon the pitiless breakers. He looked, and there tossed wildly upon the white-capped waves, rose and fell the frail boat, and pale and hopeless sat the pride of the fatherland, the beautiful young Frau Maline, her matchless golden hair hanging like a damp shroud about her there were the host of her admirers standing upon the shore wringing their hands and weeping they saw only death in an attempt to save her and no one was so mad as to venture out upon the storm-lashed sea even her father stood paralyzed in the hopelessness of his agony a strong manly voice burst in upon the echoes of the storm a boat a boat cried hansel with a stout-hearted determination in his voice to brave the danger of the breakers and save the maiden he loved from the angry waters a long rope was tied about his body and in a moment more the lifeboat was tossing upon the crested waves with the brave student at the prow and the poor helpless maline rose up and held out her white arms toward him on over the cruel waves the boats were nearing each other the agony of suspense that filled the breathless crowd great god if they should meet and crash together down they went into the great sea gulf maline with outstretched arms and hansel with his great heart beating like a signal drum in his bosom pale but unfaltering down down they went now up came the billow but only one boat and hansel at the prow was struggling for the shore oh maline maline burst from the father's white lips then a tress of rich golden hair hanging over the side of the boat met his sight and he knew that maline was in the boat with hansel on it came to the shore like a charmed boat it escaped the perilous breakers till at last no one could tell how only through god's great mercy they were saved and hansel stood upon the shore with maline in his arms he gave the maiden to her weeping father then sank away and no one thought of him all were gathered around maline who had fainted soon she opened her violet eyes and looked around searchingly through the crowd with a strange fear where where is hansel she cried in wild excitement then they all wondered how they could have forgotten him and looking round they saw him sitting alone with his head bowed down upon his hands he did not want their thanks twas joy enough to him that he had saved maline and brave man as he was he sat there weeping like a child Maline rose up and walked feebly to him, and kneeling down upon the sand, she put her hand upon his shoulder and whispered, Hansel. Hansel raised his head and saw what he had never dared hope for in the soft violet eyes upturned to his. He answered only, Maline, and throwing his arms around her, pressed her fair golden-crowned head to his bosom. 
thus it was that in the presence of god the storm and all the people there by the wild seashore hansel was betrothed to the most beautiful maiden in all the dear fatherland the young frau malin end of chapter seven recording by elise black atlanta georgia